0: This is the EWN Podcast Network. Welcome to Soarpreneurs, Uninterrupted with Chevelle McPherson. From teenage mom to a recognized top 100 national trial lawyer, award-winning international speaker, number one best-selling author, and successful business and legal strategist, Chevelle certainly knows how to soar. Uninterrupted. She's here today to empower and educate you with effective business and legal strategies you can use to build and scale a successful business without interruption. Get ready, get set, let's soar. Ladies and gentlemen, your host, Chevelle McPherson.
1: Hello, everyone. Welcome to this episode of Soarpreneurs with your hostess, with the mostess, Chevelle McPherson. I am super excited to be here with you today. I am the Guest, the solo guest. Um, I'm the hostess and the guest today, and I am having a solo show in honor of my celebration for this sorpreneur journey that I've been traveling. Um, I'm celebrating, as of this week, three years of being on this amazing journey, and I am so excited about it and blessed about it that I just wanted to take an opportunity to share with you this road that I've traveled, the ups, the downs, the beautiful parts, the not so beautiful parts. And at the end of this show, hopefully you will be inspired um, to take action. I want you to be, to get into what I call inspired and empowered action through my story about my journey. And I'm also going to leave you with an introduction to a future episode that's that's coming up, which is going to be on bossing up your business. I want your your businesses to be legally bossed up. Uh, I'm going to start today's show um, with an introduction into some legal nuggets for entrepreneurs, Um, I believe that there are three legal strategies that we can all implement in our businesses to make sure that we are not only making more money, but we are keeping that money. I actually started this journey um, some time ago because that was the exact reason and premise that pushed me down this road. And it was because I wanted to make sure that the clients that I work with, the people that I encounter, all these mission based, driven entrepreneurs that are so passionate about their work, I wanted to offer some assistance because I saw so many people, so many entrepreneurs focused on the money aspect, but not the legal protection aspect. So I'm going to talk about my journey and how I ended up down this road being not only an attorney, but a legal and business strategist where I set out to help entrepreneurs by integrating legal and business strategies into their businesses so that they are making more money and keeping it. That is my, that is my sole purpose in my business. Um, and I've been very, very happy to have assisted so many people. And today, my goal is to empower and educate you and to leave you with some legal nuggets so that you too can move forward and start focusing on not only the business side, but the legal side of your profits. So with that said, let's dive in. So as you know, as I indicated to you, um, the road down this Sorpreneur journey actually started three years ago. Um, I actually decided to write a book. The name of my book is called Soar Beyond the Hills of Adversity. And in that book, I pretty much talk about my life journey. Um, a lot of different, um, Um, circumstances and situations that I've gone through and I've encountered um, from a car accident as as, as a young girl in third grade, not being able to walk for nearly a year, then later on becoming, you know, a teenage mom and having my son. And I just go through this book and I talk about all of my different obstacles and how I was able to turn those obstacles into opportunities. And that sort of became my sore journey. So I believe that we all have obstacles that are put in front of us for a reason, because I say that the opportunity is always on the other side of the obstacle. And so through my journey of going through all these different obstacles and coming out on top, I had decided three years ago that I wanted to write a book and I wanted to put my story in a book. And I did. Um, that book became a number one best selling um, um, book on Amazon. And from that book, um, although I didn't intend for you know these things, I call these byproducts of the book byproducts. Um, some some of your achievements are going to be byproducts of things that you set out to do. Um, so that's why I want to talk to you today about getting in action, being consistent, getting momentum, staying the course, right? Whatever your journey is that you're soaring through, I want you to remember that you have a destiny on the other side. Of these obstacles because this road is not easy but when you get to your destination it's very very rewarding so in this book again i talked about these different obstacles how i overcame these different obstacles and then um, i put the book out it became a number one best-selling book and from there um again i had received invitations to go speak um, on radio shows on podcast shows um, I've traveled the world. I've spoken in India. I've spoken in South Africa. I've spoken in uh, Canada. I'm actually going to be speaking again in Canada in November this year. and um, Orlando, and just all, you know, so many different places, so many places that I've spoken, actually, I did not even imagine before writing this book that all of these other opportunities were gonna come. And then, after you know speaking and and and, and taking up, taking on all these different opportunities, I met so many amazing people. Um, I begin to network and and just build a tribe and community of people like all around the world. And then I started my legal and business consulting, which is Cheval McPherson, LLC, and that's where I help entrepreneurs integrate those business and legal strategies that are so important for their businesses so that, like I said, they're not only accelerating their income, but they're protecting their profit. And so that's pretty much um, how I got down this journey. And like I said, three years ago, um, this amazing journey started with me just having this idea that I wanted to write a book. And from that book came speaking opportunities and from that speaking opportunity came another business. Um, I've had so many opportunities and I share this story with you, not to impress you, but to impress upon you that you, too, have a journey. And are you taking action along your road? Um, have Some of you may not have got even gotten started. Some of you may have jobs. Some of you may have other responsibilities. I know what it's like to have to put things on the side or put them down temporarily. But today, as I sit here, I want to encourage each and every one of you to not give up on your journey. Um, I'm going to give a quote to you. One of my favorite quotes that I love from Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. And it says, he says, if you can't fly, then run. If you can't run, then walk. If you can't walk, then crawl. But by all means, keep moving. And that is, the, that is basically how I got to where I am today. Is because no matter what came my way, I kept moving. You know, When I was hit by that car, when I was a young girl, um, it was a lot of therapy. It was a lot of healing. It was a lot of pain. It was a lot of tears. It was a lot of emotional um, um, issues to deal with for, between me and my family that was caring for me. But at the end of the day, I just Kept moving, and there was a point where I actually couldn't walk. There was a point when I actually couldn't crawl. Um, I, I, you know, I just did whatever I could do to keep myself going. And then when I, you know later on, um, when I'm in high school and I find myself a teenage mom, the same thing. I could have stopped. I could have gave up. But again, I just kept moving. I looked at I looked at my situation, and I took it one day at a time. I did baby steps. I accomplished baby goals, and so that is my. That is my wish for you. That is my, my um, suggestion to you today is to remember to just keep moving. No matter what your goal is, no matter what you're trying to accomplish, keep moving. I always say you can't improve if you don't start. You know, a GPS doesn't work if there's no movement. So many of us now, you know, if you're like me and you're somewhat geographically challenged, everywhere I go, you know, I take Siri with me, right? So if I'm trying to find my way on the road, I'll go, Siri, can you tell me how to get here? And Siri can tell me based on where I am. Um, And if I'm going the wrong route, then Siri will reroute. But I'm here to tell you, Siri can't get you anywhere if you don't start. (laughs) So the moral of this story is whatever you are setting out to do, whatever your goals are, just Get started. So, with that said, um, I want to jump into some content here because, as I indicated to you earlier, my whole goal and premise as a business and legal strategist is to make sure that entrepreneurs are not only focusing on the business side of their business, the money making side of their business, but I want you to start considering some legal strategies. And here's why there is no sense of building a business to have it crumble. I'm going to repeat that. There is no sense in building a business on quicksand or not on solid ground, which means you don't solidly plan it on some legal strategies and put some legal protection in place. There's no sense in doing that to lose everything that you work so hard about. So what I want to talk to you today about is how to legally boss up your business. And I'm going to give you three legal strategies that will accelerate your income and protect your profit. Now, these three legal strategies, I'm going to tell you what they are and I'm going to tell you why you need them. And that is going to start your brain moving and thinking about how you can start implementing these strategies in your business. And then I'm going to come back um, I'm doing a three-part series, a three-part series on each one of these strategies, where I'm actually going to dive in deep. And I believe it's going to be episode 16, 17, and 18, if I'm correct. Um, I believe this is episode 15, but well, it's probably going to be 17, 18, and 19. But in any event, um, it's going to be three consecutive episodes where I am going to be going deep dive into each and one of these strategies. But with that said, I want you to listen carefully, take notes, and I want you to implement these strategies in your business. So the first legal strategy that I want to talk to you about is having a business entity. Now, I cannot stress to you the importance of putting your business into an entity. When I'm giving speaking, when I have speaking engagements and I give talks, I always ask the audience, is anybody in here homeless? And no one raises their hands. Amazing, right? Well, the reason why no one raises their hands is because we understand that we need to have shelter. Why? Because we need to make sure if there's a storm that we're we're safe inside. We want to make sure if you know there's a if there's rain, if there's a hurricane. Um, we just wanna make sure that we're safe. And the way that we make sure that we're safe is that we have housing. Well, the same thing applies for your business. If you want your business to be safe, you need to house it in what I call a legal entity. A legal entity would be a corporation. It could be a limited liability corporation. It could be an S-corp, although I'm going to give you a caveat that an S-corp in and of itself is not an entity. It's actually a corporation that has elected to be taxed as an S-corp, but that is also an option. So you have a limited liability company known as the LLC. You have the corporate entity and you have the corporate entity where you can elect to be taxed as an S Corp. Those are the main three entities that you can register your business in and have protection. And I'm going to tell you why you want to have your business in an entity. You want to have your business in an entity For several reasons. The first reason is, again, you want to have some shelter around your profits. If someone comes along and you have a dispute with a client or a contractor or anyone that you're doing business with and they sue you, you want to make sure that you're not going to lose all of your personal assets because you have been sued for something related to your business. I call this separating the powers. And what I mean by that is, you should always put a wall between you and your business, so that your business is one person or entity, and you are a separate person or entity. Your business has its own identity; it will have its own federal um, employee number, which is your EIN, your Employment Identification Number, which is your business's social security number. It will have its own EIN. It will it will have its own entity. It will operate as its own individual, so that no one who comes after you possibly in business can tap into your personal assets. And this is important because let's just give an example. Let's just say, I always say, I like to give an example. So if you have a bank account, with $50,000 in it, and it's your personal account because you've worked hard, you've earned money in your business, you've transferred it from your business account into your personal account, and you have $50,000 in there, and you left 100 sitting in your business account, something happens, you're sued on the business side, they can only get the $100 that's in the business account. If you have an entity that's properly set up, it's registered, and you are not commingling, which means is you're not mixing your personal and your business assets together. If you are treating your business as a business and you have a registered entity and it is separate, it has its own identity, then whoever sues you in your business will be limited to getting what is in your business account, your business assets. So if all you have is $100, that's all they're going to get. They're not going to be able to touch the money, the $5,000, the $500, or however much it is that you may have into in your personal account. So that is the importance of having a legal entity. Now, when I go do my deep dive series, I'm going to talk to you about the various legal entities that you should have. But for now, I just want you to understand that your business should be inside a business entity. Typically, most solo entrepreneurs, most entrepreneurs that are um, starting out that don't have a lot of employees typically go into the LLC um, because it is not comp- not complex to establish it's not difficult. You don't have to have, you know, a board of directors and all the complexities of a corporation. So typically, that's what most people do. Some entrepreneurs also like the S corp. Again, I'm going to talk about the differences between these entities when I do my deep dive in the in the um, legal nuggets for entrepreneur legal nuggets for entrepreneurs series that's coming up um, in a few weeks. But for now, I just want you to understand what a legal what a business entity is. It is a separate, recognized legal entity aside from yourself for your business so that your business is separated from you. It's called putting a wall between you and your business so that there is legal separation of your business and your personal assets. That's pretty much why you want to have a business entity and you know, when you have a business entity... I'm going to talk about this more in a deep dive, but you know, you're going to you're going to appear to have a professional entity, so it will likely attract higher caliber clients. So, for some of you who are thinking, "Oh, well, how does this affect my bottom line?" Number one, you're going to be able to attract higher-paying um, clients and higher caliber clients because if you want to do business with other professionals, you look more professional when you are presenting a contract or presenting a check from a, a business entity as opposed to from, you know, Sally Jones. So let that resonate with you um, because it really does help your business overall. The other thing that I also want to say is a sole proprietorship and a partnership are not necessarily business entities um, because you don't really have to do anything if you want to be a sole proprietorship, I call that running your business like a lemonade stand. And I'm going to talk to you later on about about why that isn't good. Because when you run your business like a lemonade stand, number one, you're going to attract the type of clients that you are. Um, you're going to attract the type of clients. The, the, the type of clients you attract are going to be a reflection of your business. And I'm sure you don't want to attract clients that are, Similar to those that are, you know, just popping by at a lemonade stand, you want more serious clients, you want more um, committed clients. And so for those reasons, um, it's really important for your business and your business branding and your business reputation for you to put your business inside of a corporate entity or a business entity. That is the first legal strategy. The second legal strategy is to make sure that you are using contracts in your business. What is a contract? A contract is a written agreement that memorializes the intentions of the parties. the parties are the two people that are doing business, which would be you and your client. I cannot stress to you the importance of contracts. Contracts set the rules of engagement. Contracts will memorialize your expectations. They will reduce and eliminate confusion and uncertainty. And At the end of the day, if something goes wrong and there's a disagreement, you can pull out your contract as opposed to having to shut down your business and litigate a disagreement in court. Litigation can be expensive. A contract is less expensive. So I would critically, critically urge each and every one of you to consider using contracts in your business. You should be using contracts. The main contract you should have would be a service agreement. This is between you and your clients. Your, this is your main agreement, which outlines the rules of engagement, the parties, the payment, all of the key provisions. Again, I'm not going to go too deep into the details about contracts, but I want you to understand that you should be using contracts. Your intentions between you and the party should be memorialized. It should be in writing and it should be signed so that if there are any disagreements or confusion or misunderstandings later as opposed to having to recall your memory or the memory of the party you can simply pull out your contract now again when I do the deep dive I'm gonna talk I'm gonna go deep into contracts why you should have them what they are not only that part but i'm going to talk about the provisions that should go in there i'm going to talk about the different contracts you should have i'm going to talk about the contracts that you should be having on your website i'm going to do a deep dive but for now for this for today's episode i want this is an introduction to this 3 parts series that's going to be coming up. I want you to know what's covered. I want you to get prepared for what we're going to talk about. But for now, I want you to understand that that strategy you should be using in your business to protect your profit and accelerate your income is contracts. That is the second strategy. We talked about the first one, which is having a corporate entity, which is typically a corporation, an LLC, which is a limited liability company, or an S-corp, which is a corporation that elects S-corp taxing status. So you have the corporate entity, you have the contracts, the third and not least legal strategy you should be implementing in your business are copyrights and trademarks. I cannot tell you in today's climate (laughs) with all of these online resources and websites and Zoom and programs and, you know, access worldwide, I cannot emphasize to you the importance of making sure that your intellectual property, your programs, your your logos, your your names, your content is protected. The way that you protect your content is by using copyrights and or trademarks. Now, I'm just going to explain briefly. Again, I'm doing a deep dive later, but I just want to explain to you um, when you use copyrights and when you use trademarks copyrights are there to protect your literary works. This would be your articles. This would be lyrics. It would be your program content. It would be your blogs. It would be, you know, songs. It would be photographs. Any literary work that you create can be protected by copyright law. All right. Um, I would suggest and urge that I always say if it's worth creating, it is worth protecting. So the last thing you want is to create content. And for example, you create a blog, you look online, you see someone else is using your blog. What do you do? Well, hopefully you have registered it with the United States Copyright Office so that you have copyright protection. If you have copyright protection, that gives you proof of ownership so that you don't have to run around trying to prove that it's yours because it's registered. It gives you protection because it's legally protected and you can sue your infringer for damages and legal fees. And it also provides penalties because if the infringer is violating your copyright, your registered copyright, then you can go after that infringer for certain penalties. Um, And, you know, again, it includes penalties for them using it. And it also could be penalties if this is someone um, who is what I call continuing um to use it so an intentional um violator so you want to make sure that if you are creating content that is important to you that you are copywriting it now we're going to do a deep dive later on but for now i want you to understand copyrights the other protection that i talked about which are trademarks trademarks are there to protect your um logos your slogans Um, your any any mark or brand that is going to separate you from your competition you want to make sure if it's not a literary work most likely it's eligible for copyright protection Um, your symbols your your um, distinguishing marks most of the trademark aspect will cover your branding pretty much Um, so Again, I'm going to go into a deep dive later on when I do my three-part series. But you also want to uh, want to understand that if you register your, if you register and you get trademark protection, then it gives you the same protections that you get from copyright. It gives you proof of ownership because you get to pro- you don't have to prove that that trademark belongs to you because it's registered. Um, you get to sue and you get penalties if someone is infringing upon your trademark. And that's critically important. Um, And, you know, you get the protection of the federal government because your trademark is registered. So I want you to think about um, in business, I want you to think about are you taking at least these initial three basic strategies, which is making sure that your business is in an entity, typically an LLC, a corporation or S-corp status, Making sure that you're using contracts. This would be contracts in your business service agreement, vendors agreement, independent contractor agreements, website agreements. Um, you want to make sure you're using agreements so that you can avoid disagreements down the down the road. And you also want to make sure that you're using you're protecting your intellectual property by using copyright and/or trademark registration those three legal strategies will go a long way in your business. They will give you peace of mind. They will help you attract higher caliber clients. They will avoid help you avoid confusion and misunderstanding down the line. Um, it will protect people from using and stealing your programs, your branding, your symbols. There is so many benefits. I can't think of any downside um, to having this. There's nothing but benefits. You know, you will come out looking more professional, appearing more professional, being more respected. Um, at the end of the day, this is what you want for your business. And I know that business owners are so focused on the, like I said, they're focused on the profit. This is part of your profit plan. If you are using these strategies in your business, you are going to increase your profitability In several ways, because you're going to attract higher caliber clients that are going to recognize that you are serious. So you're going to attract clients that are more committed. Again, you're not going to have to disrupt your business to deal with disagreements because these things are documented. You have, you know, either contracts that are memorialized or you have copyright and trademark registrations where you can just send out copies to possible infringers and see and have them cease and desist from using your materials. So it can do so much for your business. And I've had clients that I've worked with, they tell me, Chanel, this has, I'm so glad that, you know, I I did this because I have peace of mind. Peace of mind is priceless. And when you have peace of mind, it actually allows you to be more productive because now you're not worried about, you know, making a million dollars and losing it. You know that when you make this money, you've put things in place in your business to protect it. And that is critically, critically important. So with that said, um, that's what I wanted to cover here today. um I just want you all to to really start looking at your business as not just your money making machine but your money making machine that needs to be protected. you know I want you to start looking at your business um as you know as an entity that is so important to you that you're not just going to make sure it's, you know, it's out there, you know, unhoused, which means it's not an entity that it's just out there doing whatever, which means you're not using contracts and that you're just putting content out there and and not knowing, you know, or, or protecting yourself from, from thieves, because thieves are lurking on the internet. When you put your stuff out there, people are going to see it. You have to put your information out there because it's part of your business, but you want to make sure that you're putting it out there and that you're being protected. So with that said, I want you to remember those three legal strategies that will help you accelerate your income and protect your profit. Um, It will be a business entity. It will be using contracts and it will be copyright and trademark protection for your intellectual property. Implement those strategies in your business. And I'm telling you, it will make a world of difference. So what I want you to do is don't forget to tune in for not next week's well next i want you to tune in for next week's episode but next next week i'm probably going to be podcasting live um i'm going to be on the road but the following week i'm going to start this three-part series where i'm going to do a deep dive into all contract co- con content everything contracts that's going to be one episode everything You know, um, Business entities is going to be another episode and everything about copyright and trademark is going to be another episode. So it's going to be a three part legal series. And if you are an entrepreneur, entrepreneur who is serious about your business, you are going to want to make sure that you tune in to that three part series. With that said, this is Chevelle. Your host is with the Moses. I'm going to be signing off. Um, if you would like any additional information about these topics that I talk about today and you can't wait for the three-part series, you can always go to my website, ChevelleMcPherson.com. You can always shoot me an email at info at You can also get my um, business store blueprint. Um, go on to my website, ChevelleMcPherson.com and sign on um, to get your complimentary um, Soar Blueprint, where I also talk about some of these strategies. And in that blueprint, I talk about using a combination of business and legal strategies to make sure that, you know, your business is really, um, really going to be profitable and protected. So with that said, everyone, thank you all for tuning in. I want you all to keep soaring. Uh, I want you to keep tuning in so that we can keep having these entrepreneurial conversations. Until the next time, keep soaring and keep going because as I always say, your opportunity could be on the other side of an obstacle. Have a great day, everybody. See you next week.
0: Thank you for listening to this episode of Soarpreneurs Uninterrupted with Chevelle McPherson, where entrepreneurs like you get empowered and educated with business and legal strategies they need to build and scale successful businesses. Join us every week as we continue these entrepreneurial conversations. To download this week's show, listen to past shows, or learn how to be a guest on the show, please visit ChevelleMcPherson.com and click on the podcast link. Be sure to subscribe so you get notified when new episodes are released. Remember, your successful business may be on the other side of an interruption, so keep soaring uninterrupted so you can have the income you desire, the peace of mind you deserve, and a lifestyle you've designed. Thanks for listening. This is the EWN Podcast Network.